0: hello hello and welcome to the Goodnight cafe i'm your host fumi and it is really great to be with you guys today if you're new here i create podcasts as a little ode to the late night talks that we love so much the very short very mostly uncut content of just me going on a few tangents on a very focused topic of that day um and so let's get right started a little bit of updates is that i did move into a new place i moved Uh, out of state into a new one Um, and it's been a really great experience. It's my very first apartment Um, and it did come with challenges and I had never lived either on my own or with a partner before and I love it It, and it's amazing and coming from uh, a home that was very, you know, divorce ridden and very chaotic growing up and Um, was really about survival um it is very surreal to me to be able to have a home of my own uh growing up i always wish that i had a home to myself that um that i you know i i wish you know i always wanted to be a few things i wanted to be a mom and i wanted to have a home of my own and to finally have this kind of place means so much to me and it means it's I don't think it was as, like, I could frame it to be very, like, life-changing, life-breaking, but there was definitely a process that went into getting here, so it doesn't feel like a huge shock, um, but having gotten to just process and and enjoy what it means to to have a home to to wake up and for there not to be chaos and that i don't need to be tipping tiptoeing around anything or feel uncomfortable or be triggered or have anxiety or um, be oversensitized um, and just be at peace with my living environment it feels really great um and it's it's definitely given me a lot more hopefully i'll be able to come out with more podcast episodes because it does give me a lot more time to think and to process and to to create and it's it's been the best it's been amazing and if you're a young person i do highly encourage you to do whatever it is you can do to work towards moving out and becoming independent and earning a living for yourself and um doesn't mean you have to do any of these things alone of course but it is um i think so beneficial to young people to be able to to have a space where they're able to discover more about themselves with any other adult or person looking over their shoulder to tell them what they think that is right for your life because i think it happens a lot especially in the asian community because that's really the community that i can really speak to to as honestly as i can is uh, I see a lot of parents, uh, a lot of helicopter parents, a lot of people, but a lot of parents that take the liberty of telling their children what they think uh, would suit their, their children's preferences. And um, I think some parents do it right and some parents don't, but in any case, the young people need the space to, to learn more about themselves. Um and I think the best, what the best thing parents can do is to encourage their, their children to discover more about themselves and to try new things and to stretch and to, um, to have role models and to, for parents to be good role models. Um, and, uh, once you do get to that step of, of maybe wanting to discover more about yourself, I think moving out is, is so incredible, especially moving out of state and into a new community and you know to not be in the community that you grew up in that everyone already knows everything about you it gives you the opportunity to recreate yourself and to you know to move on and be a version of yourself that um that you admire and that you love and um you know to also translate that back whenever you go visit visit back home and to be this new version of yourself um i think I think especially part of like the whole idea of the American dream was to go out and was to venture into, to seek out um, new journeys and whatnot and traveling and, and moving out of state, moving across the country is, is such a great way to do it. I mean, you don't always have to do it that way, but um, I do think that, you know, it, it benefits you so much. You can be sitting in your room and feel like you have a good idea of what the world is like but social media only will tell you so much it'll only it'll only and actually i was just talking to my partner about this the other day social media will since it's all curated content it's only like hyper um hyper what's a good word for this it's just making everything that you're already interested in A lot bigger of a deal to you because because whatever you click on you now get 10 other videos that are associated with it and then you discover this whole new and if you're watching the same content all the time which is may or may not be rare but if you're always watching the same kind of content and all the same content is being fed to you you're going to get a distorted version of the world you're going to get an idea that the world is so much of what you see online all the time Um, and those problems become so much bigger because that's all you see, say you see a certain news cycle and all you can do is focus on that single event in that news cycle. And you think there's nothing else but this going on in the world. Um, and I think that that can really, um, you know, it takes you out of what reality is. It takes you out of the people you interact with every day. It takes you out of, um you know, you, you start living in a different reality than everyone else. And once you really, truly become engaged with your surroundings, with your community, um, I think, I think it does give a, I think there's so much in social media that especially makes you compare or, or makes you lose hope, especially when there's bad news, especially with the news that's been going on as of recently. Um, actually there's always bad news. Um, and I feel like there's so rarely good news, but when you kind of break out of that cycle and you really look at the world around you, you see that there's so much like like those problems are not directly I I mean they're not directly impacting you um that very second and and the only thing you can do is be the best version of yourself and to love others and and to become and to you know become the best version of yourself but also become someone that you also love. So that you wake up every day and that you look at the person in the mirror and you you tell ta- and you know that you love them and you know them and um talking about knowing yourself i was just watching this tiktok the other day and it was of this girl who and i think i saw one of guy too but it was it was a girl and she was saying um don't ask me about what i love or what makes me happy or or who i am because i don't know and and she basically doesn't want to be bothered about what makes her happy and it made me sad because because how are you to how are you to make decisions that will make you happy if you haven't gotten the chance to really discover anything about yourself right or or to to build you know build good characters that you have fruitful relationships so that you have fruitful conversations especially when you have interactions with someone is there anything that you love is there a way for you to connect with the person around in front of you or around you um and i think it's especially difficult for young people um because they find social i think a lot of social interaction nowadays can be very difficult because um conversation i think i think we're very untrained in conversation and how to have conversations um but such a huge part of that is because i think uh we are still either discovering or or we're not discovering what it is that we love what, what makes us passionate and when you do have something you're passionate about and when you find other people that you're able to connect with because you're passionate about it could and really honestly it's simple things like a book that you love um podcasts that podcasts that you listen to Uh, people that you admire that's why people talk about celebrities is because it's pretty um it's pretty uh natural for people to know what what celebrities are doing and and who's with who and uh, music especially and so i think that those are really easy ones of you know just discovering what um what music you like and why you like it and songs that you admire what the lyrics say and getting into the stories behind the lyrics like those are really music is like an everybody thing everyone loves music and or or has some type of music that they love um that can be a great talking point and a great um a great way and a a what may seem like a small way but is also a great way of knowing yourself and learning more about yourself uh, for me, it was jazz and I had grown up loving classical music. Um, well, no, no, I didn't grow up doing that. I started out loving classical music and then I, I went into liking jazz a lot. And then from jazz, I moved on to a lot of really funky, like glass animals, uh, which is like, um, I don't really know what genre they are. They're like, a, um, funky alter alternative band, um, that doesn't really make sense but but when you combine this idea of jazz and uh what glass animals makes it kind of makes sense like it's kind of wacky kind of fun kind of cool and, um that's just one example but um and then i jumped to say like oliver tree which is also crazy funky cool melanie martinez which is funky and and they're all just like they're not very common in a way they're very um they're all funky in their own way and i really enjoy um singers like that Charles Gambino, i loved and then um as i got older i think in high school i really enjoyed i think a a more positive note um like more positive leaning singers like jacob collier was just i thought was absolutely amazing and when i really listened to music his music and started getting into it like but then it it all came back around full circle of like this is like neo jazz like r&b jazz and and this guy's well jacob collier is brilliant so so yeah that was like in my own experience like that's how my you know uh my journey of music anyways but it just knowing that about myself and being able to talk about that in length has has always been created very exciting conversations between another person and discovering well what music did you listen to when you were younger and um my partner was actually, my partner's been, been trying to have more fruitful conversations, which I find very awesome and very amazing because they found that they didn't want to, they want to be able to connect with people well. And they've gotten so much better at being able to inquire and to ask and to learn more about themselves and why they like certain things um, just by knowing more about themselves and being able to inquire with other people about what they know about themselves and you know it could be their own their favorite music what kind of music they listen to um or what movies they watch and what they like to do out of out of um um uh, sorry out of out of work or anything like that um so yeah it, it may just be the key to having more fruitful conversations is one, knowing more about yourself. Two, discovering what you love. Um, and three, going out and 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 figuring out what that what that is for other people. Um, so yeah, sorry, I, well, uh, I'm not sorry for the tangent. I don't know. I I turned out. Sorry, I keep on. There I go again. I found that, and I may talk about this in a future podcast episode. But I am when i record i am constantly apologizing or or i will apologize a lot the way i speak i think i've become a very um like i've been trained to be very apologetic and very non assertive in a way which i don't really care to be this dominant assertive person but i do want to be able to be confident in how i speak and the way i communicate ideas for some reason, whenever I'm recording podcasts, I find myself apologizing over and over again, mostly because of what I'm saying is not making sense, but I think it could often skip the sorry and just get right to fixing whatever it was. But I am interested to see how this translates to other areas of my life. Um, and actually, that does bring up quite a few ideas. So maybe in a future podcast, I'll talk about why i have this um sort of apologetic nature about how i conduct myself especially in my relationships and i think it's a bit of co- codependency working in and i'll you know get back to psychoanalyzing myself again anyways it has been a really great time talking with you guys and honestly i don't i think this was a win i've rec- recorded this episode so many times um but i think it is uh not too bad because i'm out of practice in terms of recording myself and talking and podcasting but i hope to get better for you and i hopefully the the quality of the sound isn't as bad because i am getting the fan from my laptop very often in my recording which is a bummer but in any case thank you for listening tune in next time i think i talk about passed down trauma and that'll be an interesting conversation so hopefully you have a good day have a good night and you're loved i have an email and that's goodnightxcafe at gmail.com if you have any questions um answers inquiries prompts or just want to let me know that you listened in i would be so happy to to know that um shoot me an email and have a really good day night and bye just a humble bounty hunter man